0: Welcome back to the Sojourners Podcast. Yes, sir. We wanted to give you guys a break. Right. It wasn't because we were busy. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to give you guys a nice little break, and yeah. we were busy. Yep. Uh, with you know Christmas, the holidays, New Year, New Year making sure you guys get to put your New Year's resolutions together, yep. make your list. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you weren't on the naughty one. <laughs> Santa came, visited down your chimney, milk cookies, all the good stuff. You know what I mean. Cold. Hope it was yeah. a good break.
1: But yeah,
0: you know we're back. Yep. I know we promised. or Should I say I promised. Kanye West. Is that's still his name, is that still his name? I don't really know. But here's the thing, guys. the poor guy went missing.: Yep. supposedly. Yep. Um, and I didn't want to really tag on to that on him some more right you know let him let him be he's married now as seth was telling me earlier he's
1: married now so
0: we want to let him be we just want to pray for the guy yep i think that's our best approach here Mm -hmm. you know let god do his thing uh and yeah but you know
1: in recent news something great we can interact with today jordan peterson always in the news for something yep but uh you know i mean starting off the year with a bang being in the news for something huge yeah so maybe you can give us a Brief introduction
0: on who Jordan Peterson is for those who don't know and then we can get into issues surrounding him
1: Yeah, so uh, Jordan Peterson loved by many hated hated by Uh by many. There you go (laughs) There there you go. Uh, Is a uh, well. He was a clinical psychologist. Well, he still is Mm -hmm. tentatively right Mm -hmm. at the University of Toronto which is not that far from us and um, Well, he became famous probably it's more than five or six years ago I'm thinking when uh, the Canadian government tried passing a bill that would legislate the use of a person's preferred pronouns that, you know, you had, and I guess in those professional spaces, you had to use it, um, you know, by law, if a student asked, and, uh, he was very venomily, against that. Not because he didn't respect the individual. And he openly says that, that I would, I think he's alluded to the fact, or he said it flat out that, you know, he would use it out of courtesy for the person just if they asked. But to limit free speech by legislating and saying you legally have to do this is where he drew the line. And obviously many others agreed with him. And he started doing protests, you know, on, on the U of T campus and eventually uh, you know, that's how he became famous because those videos of him protesting on the campus with all the other students who agree with him and also disagree with him, that, that went viral. So but now he's like a, a really big public figure um, in that whole free speech battle and kind of just like, uh, and, and all this kind of stuff, like, you know, those Christian values yeah. and advocating for truth and for, for God and for, um, free speech and, you know, against abortion and, and, uh, you know, um, against kind of like the, uh, uh agenda of, uh, you know, putting gender ideology in schools and, uh, publicizing and all that kind of stuff, like just a for, forerunner on all that stuff. And also just, uh. Everybody also just loves his teaching on kind of like how to be a man, how to be productive, and all those kinds of things are really popular now too. Like the self help. You're talking
0: about Jordan Peterson or Andrew Tate. Jordan Peterson. Oh, sorry, it's the double check. Andrew here. Tate is a whole other topic okay. altogether. Yeah, double check. I thought we were going back to episode nah, one. Nah, real, nah, real nah, quick. Yeah, We're done with him.
1: But <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's the background. A little okay, bit background perfect, perfect.
0: So he's been active on social media. Yes. Obviously, he's a social guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but recently, in, in the news. Uh, I guess because of what he's been saying on social media, things he's perhaps even just retweeting mm-hmm. um, or exercising his right to speak freely, Yeah, there's supposedly a problem that has come up now. Um, and we want to get into some of those issues. Um, so maybe quickly just talk about this
1: whole conservative liberal thing, where he stands, what he retweeted, and then... From what I understand, you know, Joe Rogan, uh, throw the clip on the screen, he... A couple of weeks ago his clip went viral because he' was talking he was talking about Jordan Peterson's situation right now you know, on his podcast, I forgot who the guest was. but um, he was essentially just explaining what exactly was happening and then I think a week later, um, then Jordan Peterson came out and, and openly addressed it, uh, which he was already planning to with everybody to get them you know just to get the awareness out there. but essentially you know he retweeted the tweet of uh, the conservative political party candidate Pierre Olivier. And the tweet, I guess, was um, obviously not in support of Trudeau, but against him. And uh, he's in a lot, of hot, a lot of hot water just simply for retweeting that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, what is it, the Ontario? Yeah, the College of Psychologists of Ontario. That one. There you go. I had to write
0: uh, it down so I didn't mess it up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, essentially because as a psychologist and in this sensitive space, and it really is a, a massive space where you have to be very careful of what you say, um, because of that... And some of the other things he's saying about, you know, whether it be um, about pronouns or about women or about, you know, how someone looks or all this kind of stuff on social media. He's in hot water here. Yeah. Um, And what we really want to focus on today is this topic of free speech. That's really what we want to, you know, dive into. Uh, But more so just talking and, and piggybacking off what you were saying about peterson essentially what they're saying to him is here okay we can potentially suspend your license right. to practice as a psychologist yeah if you do not do social media training and he has essentially refused um, and now he's going to be brought before a tribunal for a disciplinary action yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's the situation yeah and they can suspend his license that's going to be the penalty does that even make sense over this issue and and practically he what he was saying is the retweet. Over a conservative party leader, you know, that's what triggered this whole thing. Yeah. So you cannot even have your own political views essentially. Yeah.
1: Either. I think it's uh, it's tough to say like exactly like if it's, I'm assuming like you said it's like it's a combination. I don't think that any psychologist has been that famous ever. Like, mm. I mean, obviously something we have social media around for that long, but obviously in this time that we have had it, he's the most famous guy in this space, right? Mm. Um, And he is the biggest platform and he can and he's got such a large following and even just influence even people who don't like him He reaches them, right? So I guess maybe from their perspective because he's not liberal It's a a question of okay. Well, he's putting forth all these Ideals that obviously the world is going in a particular direction for a lot of things that it holds and he is against all those things Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, how can you be
0: in this space that is essentially adopting all these new things? Yeah, and has to and you're essentially I would say you're borderline forced yeah. to adapt to these new things, like yeah. pronouns. Like you have to be doing all these things, yeah. otherwise, it's quote unquote offensive, right? right? Um, so, how do you, as someone who is essentially, as you're saying, one of the most famous people and representative of psychologists, if you're not doing it and it goes against us, yeah, what do we do to silence limit you and silence, silence you? Silence right? you, and
1: it's crazy too, because if you know, whenever he goes on any uh, podcast or any. Uh, like panel he does panel discussions with other people or whatever it is. Obviously the fact that he has d- Been doing clinical research psychology for decades and you know, that is a huge cre- a Credit to him whenever he's in any conversation But if they take that away from him, then the media will jump all over him Well, now nah, we don't have to listen to him at all because he's useless and they took away He's such a he was such a bad psychologist. They took away his license mm-hmm. like that'll ruin his whole thing right, right so it's uh, it is a move to silence him um, and to well, I mean, first to bully him, or to hopefully just being their puppet and just doing whatever and conforming, like you're saying, to the set scene they want to set for him. And if he won't do that, then I guess the worst thing that could happen is they take away his license. But yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it is a free speech battle. I mean, this is something we've been on ongoing uh, for a while now. And I, ironically, is where he started off becoming famous is by <laughs> pushing back against the government for doing right. exactly that. Right? Yeah. So I think I think
0: both of us would be like, okay. It's a little ridiculous the situation he's in it's not it's not fair to him as an individual
1: yeah
0: um, but also an important point to note is as a christian yes um so what i wanted to say and and something we can talk about because i think it is a tough situation right an area that we can discuss about free speech and if we're talking about something that objectively is offensive. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about... I'm not talking about, you know, personal preferences or anything like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, There's certain things we just don't do. Right. Um, like, you don't walk up to a black person and call them slurs or any, racial slurs or anything like that. That is objectively offensive. Yeah. Right? So, what if free speech offends someone? Right. Like, does free speech still... Is it still there? Are you allowed to do it? Like, like this is my personal wrestle with it. Like, of course... Free speech. I'm all for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like anyone who's not you want to be silenced. I don't really know But <laughs> yeah. this comes down to the individual right. and then I like obviously bringing it back to the Christian space as a church um, Holding ourselves accountable if we've been given eyes to see and ears to hear um, Clearly we have to have hearts of flesh that are sensitive to issues mm-hmm. um, So I want to you know be very fair to the situation and not say okay Jordan Peterson is Christian uh, so I'm all for Jordan Peterson and all this kind of stuff because a tweet that I disagree with of his and we can throw this one up as well um, there was a magazine cover yeah. and there's a female who was um, a little bigger in size yeah and essentially he was saying hey this is not beautiful by any means and yeah. you cannot force me to say that it is yeah yeah from my perspective that's an offensive thing to be saying right you don't have that can be your personal view you're entitled to, to free speech yeah free thinking whatever exactly. you want you don't have to like the magazine you don't ha, you don't have to tweet it out publicly right. in a sphere yeah. um, because if I'm holding Christian values and morals Yeah. what is the point of me doing that? Yeah. Especially if you're not explaining it you're putting it in a very small tweet no explanation behind it no reasoning behind it how else is someone supposed to interpret it? Like, First of all the person in the magazine is going to be like okay this guy essentially is just saying that people who are you know, a little bigger in size are not beautiful so that's offending her what yeah. about all the people who resonate with that are saying you know what I don't have to be so ashamed that I'm a little bigger in size because there's it's many, not it's not even like representation right yeah it's not even like uh, this is not a case of obesity or anything yeah like that. I've st- I showed you the tweet is gonna be up there yeah it's not a case of it's that it's not like that so how do we handle like how do we look at that objectively and say hey is it wrong
1: is it not wrong is he allowed to articulate this should you articulate it where exactly you well, I right guess that? like that's part of like a big conversation like you were saying just now you know how we have free speech and obviously we would incline to believing that yeah God wants us to hold that right that's something that is very that's like the biggest thing about the West, to, to be honest, why people move here is because you have freedom of thought, freedom of speech, freedom of practice of religion. Those are the, that's the incentive to move here, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine you take one of those things out or you're, you're um, discouraging it, that's for sure. I think like with your right for Christians, though, it's, it, like we have rights. God has given us rights. Um, and you know, we had this conversation actually in our Bible study earlier this week, but you know, even Paul... Um, you know, an acts uh, as a Roman citizen, appeals to the government for his rights, what's so rightfully his. So this is, is, it is something available to us and something that certainly we should be, you know, not afraid to be like, no, like what, what has been allotted to me, I'm, I don't have to be ashamed about, you know, standing and fighting for that, but there's a way to go about it. And right. even Christians, like on the, on the internet, especially, it's very easy to get mad and see all kinds of stuff. Like I have a policy just for myself. I don't engage in arguments over the internet. I don't do it, I don't think it's productive. I think that it can cause easily cause a person to sin and even just be desensitized because it's different if I'm talking to you in person. Even though I'm getting upset with something Kiefer is saying, and I disagree, because he's here physically, you naturally have a, a reservation about how hug far you can go right but people on the internet can be nasty, mm-hmm. including Christians by the way, mm-hmm. and I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And it's also a conversation of like negativity. how much negativity can you intake being on the internet like something like Jordan Peterson and being in those spaces all the time, live like day in day out getting crapped on by people but also seeing all this negative stuff being in in those conversations, it does affect you eventually.
0: And and it's only natural. Like it's only natural. Let's be honest, you're human. Yeah. You're fallen as well. You're not above any of these things impacting and you. And if you
1: are born again believer like you are saying, then your anger against injustice and your thirst for righteousness will have you in the righteous anger a lot. But what you do with it Yeah matters. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, you know, as you're saying, there's areas we want to be very careful with how we, we critique these situations. We don't right. want to be the Christians who come out and say, Oh, we completely agree with Jordan Peterson and everything he does. So, you know, he gets free <laughs> pass no on everything. Exactly. Um, all have fallen short of the glory of God. That includes Jordan Peterson. Yes. Uh, I'm not interested in setting Jordan Peterson on any sort of pedestal for yeah. myself. Yeah, I know. Um, I know a lot of Christians look up to him, and that's great. All I'll say is beware of looking up to an individual. To the extent where you sort of give them a free pass on these things for things that are
1: not right, yeah, and that's actually something that uh, I mean, God forbid, not for Christians, but something funny enough, you know, what was happening with Andrew Tate hmm. is that people were getting happy in a similar way that Jordan Peterson advocates against all these, you know, uh, kind of like pushed agendas now in the West. You know that he he speaks out against those things. He speaks out uh, speaks out against Hollywood. He speaks out against you know um, feminizing men, all this kinds of stuff, and so people. Will excuse his bad behavior to champion where he's right, even though even where he is right, he doesn't do it the right way either. All (laughs) we're saying is
0: let's be objective and see the bigger picture behind these these things. Right? Yeah,
1: that's that's uh, really so
0: we can look at uh, just to reiterate because I don't want people taking this episode and being like, "Oh, these two fools over here think that you know Jordan Peterson should be penalized." No, absolutely not. We do not believe that. All I'm saying is, of course, you know it's a tough situation and he should not be in it. But let's just look at jordan peterson as a whole in terms of what he's doing um but i want to talk about you know let's maybe move away from jordan peterson and talk about you know free speech um but more so the topic of inclusion Hmm. i think this is a massive one um it's taking place from my knowledge in a lot of a lot if not all workplaces um this whole topic of inclusion, inclusion 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 that's the word um, love is equal to inclusion and affirmation in this culture. But one thing that I've noticed is that we're all for inclusion yeah. until it opposes what we, we what we want to believe is true right. and okay. Yeah. But this is the fallacious thinking that we come across, um, where let's say as a Christian I hold uh, certain morals and values that are rooted in God's Word that I'm never going to let go of. Objectively. Someone else has a lifestyle that is contrary to that, mm. technically, that imposes upon me, right? But if I somehow have no hatred towards them, but my views are perceived as hatred towards them, suddenly I cannot be included in anything. I am suddenly excluded. Yeah. If you catch my drift. Right. So what are your thoughts around this whole movement of love equals inclusion and affirmation? Yeah. And from a Christian's point of view, we're excluded because we hate gay people. We I saw a, a clip. Maybe I'll send it to you, and you can throw us on. Logan Paul was talking to um, his friend. I forgot his George, name. Right. Yes. Yep. On the on a podcast, and they were having like a heated yeah. friendly uh, discussion. They've been having this, heated discussions. which is good. It's great because George
1: is like very openly Christian right. now. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, we can critique some of his things after. Yeah. But, 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 but they were having. This he's thing. trying. Yeah. And Logan was like. Yeah. And Logan's huge, right? Right. And he's throwing out this view on his podcast millions of people watch christian people hate gay people right and george is like hold on no we don't yeah. i like i'm called to love yeah so it's this thing that like because they believe we hate individuals that we're suddenly excluded and it goes against this whole it's a self-defeating argument honestly like you want inclusion but yeah. you want to exclude me because of my beliefs Yeah, because it's not what you believe exactly. so that's not inclusion <laughs>
1: yeah you know and the funny thing is too is if you in if you're open to everything and include everything at the end of the day, you don't really believe in much, uh, right? You know, but right? I think that, yeah, in uh, inclusivity is not a word you're going to find in the Bible, mm. it's not one of the Ten Commandments, right? That really? Must, oh, yeah, That was the 11th, eh? 11th one, eh? <laughs> it's the special edition version of the Bible, it's the progressive one, progressive one. Uh, no, neither is tolerance. Um, love is grace, is uh, you know, whatever, patience is, um. Suffering is whatever you know it may be is, but uh, tolerance um, is not, and neither is inclusivity. And now the thing is is like love is, like you said, misunderstood to be that, okay, if I love somebody that means that regardless of what they believe, I affirm them in their beliefs, right? That's the dis- distinction there, because we affirm people as individuals, not necessarily everything they believe. Just like they won't co-sign everything we believe as well. It goes both ways, right? Um, and it's mis- mis- misunderstood that way that okay, well, I if I don't love this person and love meaning affirm everything they believe, say that it's okay, say that I agree with it, yep. that it's totally fine with yep. me, and actually then even further encourage it. Yeah, and that means that I am unloving. Perhaps embody it too. With that, and embody point. it too. It's at the only that way you point. can show. Exactly, right? you can only show it if I'm actually at the parade, right, right, right. Uh, so to speak. Yeah, but you have to do all those things, and if you don't do all those things, then you are intolerant, bigoted. You don't inc- You don't include people. Um, Judge lets you be judged Judge lets you be uh, judged Your your religion,
0: your religion is all about loving others You call this love
1: <laughs> Yeah, Jesus loved people And so you don't know your own Bible Jesus uh, said love thy neighbor You're not loving me right now Yeah, so I, like, and We've had this conversation before So I think we will get into that ex- exact same thing But you know, love is defined Like we said in the last episode By what God says it exemplifies love in Christ It's not by what you think love should mean
0: Yeah, it's not this personal agenda And that goes for have. anything, right. Right? right?
1: Anything is defined by the source Not just by <laughs> what you think it is, right? Right but um yeah this this free speech battle i think to bring it to that broader context mm-hmm. um, this is going to be this is it, this is what it is now yeah it's not going to get better it's going to get worse yeah. i'll be honest i i know christian different christians have different views on what's going to happen oh, in, you're talking, oh, oh yeah he's
0: getting into some uh, end times things here, no
1: right? but i know i think just looking at it obviously <laughs> it's not going to reverse one day just randomly on this side the free speech thing is an issue now it's going in the direction where it's becoming policed more and more that's the reality now. So now we're in a, in, a, in a situation where that's the pressure that people want for inclusivity. That's what they define it as. That's the pressure that people want for, you know, um, uh, tolerance and for what support and love means. That's the, this is the reality of now of what people determine that um, you know, affirming them and accepting them and living amongst them means. It means accepting all their ways and values. Right. That's where we is now. So the question, I guess, and I'll throw back at you as well after maybe sh- shedding some light on is, okay, the, what, what is our line, uh, our, our job then as, as a Christian? So like earlier you asked okay, what lines Christians shouldn't cross Yeah, and uh, to what degree should we um, operate in, and like, you know, what, what's our, 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 our responsibility to operate in these spaces? And, yeah. you know, we are actually, you're uh, we're, we're running this club at, at Tyndale, our university, uh, a, a debate club, you know, where we are uh, welcoming that we can... Um, Dialogue with people from who have different beliefs um, and uh, you know sharpen and refine each other that way And and the question came up when we were having some of our meetings. Okay, but well what if we um, What if somebody approaches who has a belief that? Even is objectively offensive and wrong mm-hmm. uh, Biblically or you know in God's sight and just universally people understand that this is a wrong thing whether you know They're racist or whatever it is. Yeah, you know Should we still allow that person to share the platform and to speak and express those things with us in dialogue?
0: Right, but but What's important for us to note as well is that, funny enough, this this thing is creeping in, and I'll speak really boldly on it, this thing is creeping into Christian spaces as well. Yeah, it is. Um, in the sense that, yes, everything is saying absolutely true, but what was mentioned to us as well is we don't want. they didn't want us, the ones organizing it, to offend others potentially at the school. By allowing them? All no, on. it was by what we were saying. What were we were saying, sorry. Yeah. Right? So by what we were saying, they were scared that okay, if we're talking about a specific topic and we are opposing it with God's Word, and someone, let's say, holds that thing in the audience, that you're offending them. And it's a very, very tough one. And and it's talking about answering your question, um, you know, what determines what is offensive? Are there lines we as Christians shouldn't cross and all this kind of stuff? And what I say is when it comes to the gospel and when it comes to God's Word, um, I I've really embraced that and I say this a thousand times. I'll say it again. Christ is a rock of offense The gospel is offensive um, These things I'll never compromise on regardless of the situation whether I'm in a Christian setting or not I'm gonna speak God's word boldly and I really trust that Christ will do with his word what he wants to do with it As it proceeds from my mouth.
1: Yeah, exactly and I think that uh, that's absolutely true um, that the answer is not to cave on the truths because I think that's the the issue. Is that okay? Well, the burden of wanting to include people is, it's, it's, is so strong, and it, then they frame you as the villain. Right? Well, Kiefer, you're not including me because I have this belief that you're not affirming to, yeah. the, to morally affirm that yes, it is correct, Seth. Go ahead and do this, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, that's what's perceived as love and inclusivity. And then I make you to feel like you're the villain, and then you compromise on God's truth because you think that you're doing something wrong, right? Right? Or that somehow God's word on this thing is wrong. Mm. But that's not the, that's that's the wrong way to go about it. That's that's not how we approach it. The way you approach it is that, in terms of lines you shouldn't cross, if like you're saying you remain bold and firm on God's truth regardless. Yeah, those things. Anything.
0: Those things Christians should not shift on. Absolutely. In the sense that. Yeah. The number one goal of, of those who are outside of Christ is to do is not to make you necessarily people may think it's oh we want you to conform to this is actually to silence you yes um, that's number one number it's, two is yeah. now now conform to this. conform you
1: yeah and so yeah so I was gonna say like in terms of like the history of the church and also the, just the violence in the Old Testament all the prophets Jesus himself obviously is king and number one Paul all the Apostles All of them advocated for truth in every space they went in they firmly held to their beliefs They didn't hate or or physically hurt or do anything crazy to anybody Um, And they were all persecuted and killed and beaten for righteousness sake for Mm -hmm. doing good, right? Mm -hmm. I like you know, I took a class on Jeremiah Old Testament prophet specifically and uh, you know when the leadership of Israel was really 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 bad and they were trying to silence him because he was saying what you guys are doing is not right they also tried killing him as well, right? Many times. So, what the, the example you see though is that there have been many attempts <laughs> to quell free speech on the gospel right. and on God's truth, right. on many occasions. Right? Right. Even when it was the Old Testament and everybody believes in the same God, they were trying to push Jeremiah down for saying that they were their leadership is poor and they don't treat poor people correctly and they're getting fat and rich by themselves. Like even that was being, you know, <laughs> like that is being silenced, right? Right. So for us. I think the example should be the same that we either way, like Jeremiah's verse uh, where he talks about that God put His word in him, like and it was burning in his spirit; he couldn't hold it to himself. So that's something that we should all, I think, be praying for that. Okay, right. we don't turn on down the flame, right? But you temper it. I think that's the key thing about where what lines Christians should cross. So I don't have to be in every single discussion. Yeah, if people, respond. It's, that, it's that thing you're yeah. talking
0: about with with that social media thing. Social you media, see it. every comment, you're like, I'm gonna reply to every single one. Yes. And you have to really discern, and this is something Christians have been blessed with and should seek, is to really discern when to engage, when not to engage. In person as well. And how to engage. Yeah. Right? That's an, that's a huge one as well. How are you communicating? Because I can communicate super offensively just by my body language.
1: Yeah. Okay. I can be
0: speaking, you know, like You're this. or anything. And then I'm like clenching my fists and about a scrap. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how we communicate super offensive as well. Um, but I also just want to touch on the fact and encourage my Christian brothers as well, um, Jordan Peterson included, you know, um, where... And unfortunately, not unfortunately, maybe maybe fortunately, there's certain verses in the Bible that are like, not necessarily cliche, but like everyone knows. Yeah. And I sometimes am like, oh man, like everyone just says it, you know what I mean? Um, so unfortunately, everyone just says it probably without knowing and truly taking in its meaning. Fortunately, everyone knows it. So when I say it, you'll know it too. <laughs> uh, Romans 12 too, when it says, you know, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. Yeah. Something that I take really, really seriously um, in my own personal walk of faith. That's where all things start. Uh, it's God working in and through you and then proclaiming that word out. You know what I mean? So I just want to encourage our Christian brothers to like really not be conformed to what the world is saying. Christ says that we're going to be in the world. We cannot be of it. We're in the world. We're not of it. He's given us his peace. He's given us his spirit. How do we walk in alignment with it? Mm-hmm. And how do we not be silent? Um, and I like that Jeremiah example you gave a lot. How do we really fan that flame that is in, given to us? And, and preach his word boldly yeah um, and that's comes down to this uh, Christian worldview thing once again it's this biblical worldview that we put forward every episode which I like we're doing is that you know if we understand that it's given to us by God
1: you don't shift on what God says yeah
0: if God has spoken I don't need to speak on top of that yeah. or, or change what he
1: said and I think like to add like some you know that and that, that's you know 100 percent and to add some I think it'd be like practical stuff to or like what it looks like or what it should look like mm-hmm. You know what actual inclusivity looks like well like you know people rightfully use the example and sometimes wrongfully use it in the wrong context you know when Jesus absolutely ate and sat and loved on and spent time with sinners yeah never being conformed yeah and he to, didn't affirm it either never never affirming it but on the, on the contrary he builds a relationship with them and then they see him as he really is and then, then they leave their lifestyle and their choices to follow him right um, he says it himself that, you know, sick people need a doctor. So then he goes to where the sick people are. He doesn't shun them and outcast them or whatever weird kinds of images are put on Christians. And obviously, you know, we're not affirming any wrongdoing that, you know, the church has done in certain, you know, people groups and stuff like that or where it has been poorly modeled. Hmm. But inclusivity, um, inclusivity is not a word in the Bible, but God's call for us to love everybody, that is. Um, And to love everybody is that even though if I, don't, I don't affirm you, I will build a relationship with you. I will treat you with respect. I will serve you in what ways I can. You know, I will live life with you. That's what love means. That's, that's From the Christ-like like, That's the way Christ did it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And in, in terms of speaking truth, what should it look like?
0: Yeah, Christ, like even if we look at the John example, right? Yeah. Whether we put let's put manuscript issues aside for a second. Yeah. Um, with the woman caught in adultery. John right? eight. Yeah, it's not like he said to her, "Go, continue to sin." <laughs> You know, what I mean? he didn't affirm her sin. He said, go and sin no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which shows that there's expectation. There's accountability. And he doesn't have to affirm you, even though there's grace for you. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah.
1: Yeah, that, that's facts. And I think that, you know, in terms of like the speech thing, like we talk about the online thing too, like there should be a way to, you should have, self-control is <laughs> fruit of the spirit. We need yeah. to know how to pull back you know, like David says, be angry and do not sin. You mm-hmm. can exercise self-control. No good. God does not need you to speak on every situation with every single person, every circumstance, in person or, or otherwise, uh, yeah. online as well. Yeah. And knowing when to pull back or when God compels you to speak, absolutely speak. But when you do speak, Paul talks about this a lot, that your speech should be seasoned with salt. Mm-hmm. It should be with gentleness and humility. And what that looks like, what I understand the best is humility. That aspect comes from like, okay, I know that once I didn't understand God's ways. So when I talk, I shouldn't be prideful and arrogant. Like I've arrived by myself; another right. God brought me here. Yeah. So I speak in humility. It means that I want them to understand, and so I speak from that understanding. I meet them where they are. The gentleness and humility aspect doesn't mean that I'm talking timid like this. But gentleness means, okay, number one, my tone. I'm not condescending and disrespecting you. I'm not insulting you. I'm not yelling at you. Mm. I can be firm and bold, but what that looks like, it, it looks a certain way. Right. You know what I mean? And so, like, if we are fulfilling those responsibilities then you have nothing's on your conscience. Then if somebody lashes out and gets angry at you, which they will.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they will. We're not saying if you take this approach that everyone's going to love you. No, (laughs) it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows, man. That's what
1: Solomon says in Ecclesiastes. That's the thing. You can follow all the God's laws and you can still get wrecked.
0: There you go. And that's what, that's what we're called to do. (laughs) Yeah. So I'd say, yeah, Christians and specifically we have free speech too. exercise it with discernment with discernment. It's the best way I can put it.
1: And then there's one more thing I actually want to come back to. And I want to get your thoughts on this too. just recycled back to, you know, we talked about that situation where um, what is the line of like what, what sh- should be allowed as free speech? Like you, you brought the example of, okay, like, you know, if you call somebody, uh, you call a black person, you know, the N-word or you use racial slurs with them, you know, should that be allowed? Or I guess the question is there should there be a penalty or some kind of thing to <laughs> discourage that happening or this and that. And that's a really good question because we discourage other, but that obviously we would say is a moral sin yeah and we discourage physical ones like murder and all this kind of stuff so what do you do about that yeah and then also then I'm about the example of okay like what about dialogue on a public space yeah because you know, the idea comes up oh if you by having somebody on who has you know let's say like yeah they they, they have racist views or something or whatever it is like and and dialoguing with them trying to obviously from us the angle is to Build a relationship and ground with them so we can dialogue the only way to tell somebody they're in error is to speak to them You can't shun them and take them out. Yeah Um, but then if you do give them that platform, is it giving power to the ideology? Mm. But I think at that point this is where I'm standing and you can tell me what you think. I think no you Can ha- still have that and it's important for people to see that dialogue mm. if somebody is empowered by their false ideology That's on them. Mm. I don't think it's God's will or expectation that I can I can't control that <laughs> if somebody has uh, uh, you know if somebody is empowered by somebody's false ideology
0: yeah
1: you know that's that's not on me it's kind of like a question like hey would I have Andrew Tate on you know a, a talk show or an event um, and preach the gospel and talk to him and navigate through his ideas break them down with him and show him where he's in error if I risk putting him on a platform where everybody can see him and then latch on to him well that's I think that's not on me
0: yeah it's not well you, you've done what you're called to do which is Preach uh, the word of God and, and the gospel to him, right? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But in terms of what the, the first thing you were talking about, yeah. um, free speech is free speech, uh, it's gonna be that way. Um, in terms of penalties, I'll say this, to the Christian, you have no excuse. You should not be um, personally attacking another individual. It's just a sin, it's wrong. Um, like, I wouldn't go to Seth and be like, hey, you're ugly. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, unless I'm joking with them, right? But no, like, you don't do that. That's yeah. just wrong. You don't, yeah. you don't come after someone's per- Like, you don't know what someone's dealing with, man. Like, treat them with respect. They're a human being as well. It's, like, it's a personal
1: accountability thing. That is what it is. It is. Right? Like, That's it, what I'm saying. It's not. It can't, I don't think it, it's our place to put limits on it to make it something beyond that. Because then the question, and I'll ask you, is then, then who's determining then what speech is offensive and who isn't? Well, this is? That's exactly what I'm saying. Christ will judge perfectly. Right. Right. So like when it comes to
0: these things, let's say I I watch someone like violate another person with their speech as a Christian, I'm called to actually say something. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So I am going to say something not offensive to the person, but yeah. I'm going to take up right and present Christ in the situation the best way I can. Mm. Uh, but in terms of like what is the penalty to that person or anything like that, I cannot concern myself. Like, it's not, I'm not gonna be like, yo, I'm gonna beat the heck out of this guy because he just said that, yeah, 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 that's not on me,
1: yeah. Let's say we're talking about you know abortion or whatever on, on, a, on a podcast like this, um, or, or or in a public space, right? Um, people, anybody, and obviously these days everybody will label it as hate speech, even if we're just saying that yeah, it's wrong yeah, to do, course. um, and I think that then is what it puts it, it's, it's like um, fallacious, mm-hmm. right, in a sense, like it's, it doesn't apply. Um, what actual hate speech is, and I think as a Christian should define it, is like if you're getting up on a Platform and you're insulting somebody like you're this and you're that and and mm. you're actually like being evil in all your conduct
0: and and God will see your heart with that as well you know what I mean then
1: no but you no know, I'm not even saying something hidden I'm saying something overt mm. that is then hate speech and then I wouldn't invite you back to my thing or whatever mm. if I'm doing a podcast I'm inviting a guest on they start wailing out I'm not gonna invite you back then. I think that is what actual hate speech Thank is God I got the invite eh? oh yeah I swear <laughs> right? like if you're let's say like you're a neo nazi yeah. right and then yeah. say that we die we we. Like it's the guy comes on and starts wailing out and doing all kinds of crazy stuff and actually hate speech in terms of attacking people mm. and this and that, yeah. Like that is actual hate speech and like I think the only the only penalty is that you don't give the guy the platform to speak. But if it's about dialoguing with somebody respectfully, mm. doesn't mean you affirm the guy's beliefs. But you know, by all accounts, we don't, right? Mm. Um, but. Is the expression of ideas that are contrary, or even wrong, that mm. can't be considered hate speech. Because mm. everybody has wrong beliefs and ideas, and everybody disagrees with everybody else on all kinds of different things. Mm. And so uh, I don't think that Christians then should limit, um, unless it's like somebody whiling out saying all kinds of crazy stuff, I don't think that you should limit uh, a person's speech that way.
0: Right. Yeah. Perfect. I, I'm good on the topic if you are. I'm good on this topic. Perfect. So there you go, man. Welcome back. Back like we never left, right? Four. Yeah. (laughs) We said that every single time, but yeah, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. It's good. We're back. Another two weeks from now, we'll have another one out there. Um, Trust and pray that all of you are doing well, and thanks for watching. Happy New Year. Yes.